African-American researchers in the 1920s published a flurry of new statistical reports of racism among police officers, prosecutors, and court and prison officials. Convinced by the weight of evidence presented by these new Negro crime experts and crime fighters, the second generation of academically trained black sociologists and social workers, Selden brought their work to the attention of his white academic peers. Speaking as a representative of the white majority in a Jim Crow nation, he exposed the unreliability of racial crime statistics and the deeply troubling ways in which blackness and criminality shaped racial identity and racial oppression in modern America. We are prone to judge ourselves by our best traits and strangers by their worst. In the case of the Negro, Stranger in our midst, all beliefs prejudicial to him aid in intensifying the feeling of racial antipathy engendered by his color and his social status. The colored criminal does not as a rule enjoy the racial anonymity which cloaks the offenses of individuals of the white race. The press is almost certain to brand him, and the more revolting his crime proves to be the more likely it is that his race will be advertised. In setting the hallmark of his color upon him, his individuality is in a sense submerged, and instead of a mere thief, robber, or murderer, he becomes a representative of his race, which in its turn is made to suffer for his sins. Selin's we, linked to the notion of the Negro as a stranger in our midst, marked not only his whiteness, but also, and more importantly, his position within a dominant racialized community with the power to define those outside it. That same power, Selen implied, could be used to break with the past, to change the future of race relations, because crime itself was not the core issue. Rather, the problem was racial criminalization, the stigmatization of crime as black, and the masking of crime among whites as individual failure. The practice of linking crime to blacks as a racial group, but not whites, he concluded, reinforced and reproduced racial inequality. The issue here was not whether crime was real. Instead, what struck Selen as the key variable to expose and contextualize was the ideological currency of black criminality. Since the 1890s, influential black crime experts such as W.E.B. Du Bois, a pioneering social scientist, and Ida B. Wells, an internationally known anti-lynching activist, labored tirelessly to deracialize black criminality. Although their early efforts to convince white academic and activist peers failed repeatedly, Selen owed a great debt to their struggle, and ultimately, their vision of racial justice. Their vision of fairness and equality included a society in which innocent law-abiding blacks would not suffer the sins of individual black failures. They imagined African Americans within what sociologist Orlando Patterson calls the broader moral community of the United States. Black scholars and activists pursued something akin to colorblind criminal justice by arguing that equal treatment was the first step toward disentangling race and crime, destroying a pillar of racism, and creating a society in which blacks, like their white immigrant counterparts, 
were included within, as Du Bois wrote, the pale of nineteenth-century humanity. They may not have set the terms of the initial discourse, but they most certainly altered it over time in unanticipated ways. Thus, for Selen, and for the many black experts marginalized within the academy, but cited in his notes, black criminality had become the most significant and durable signifier of black inferiority in white people's minds since the dawn of Jim Crow. During the 1930s, Selen would leverage his influence alongside the persistent efforts of black scholars and activists to break the legacy of racial criminalization, to disentangle race from crime. The condemnation of blackness reconstructs the key moments, beginning one generation after slavery, when new sources of statistical data were joined to ongoing debates about the future place of African Americans in modern urban America.